Are you ready? Can't crush us. It don't really get no better than this the podcast that you're looking for. If you're really heavy in the wrestling, hosted by the mark. Energy that's so amazing. Gotta keep it entertaining. Rep the can crush a nation. Yeah, you know what's going down in the ring. Lights out when you hit a ding ding. Knock them out like boom, bada bing. Hold it down, you can crown me the king. Gotta shout out to the Miz and Duke the Dumpster. We choke slamming everybody, power driving. Hit them with a face buster. Yeah, yeah, this the show you need an and it ain't no need for waiting. Mark, hold it down for the can crush a nation. All about wrestling and keep it entertaining. Can crushers wrestling podcast. Time to break them. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Let's go. Welcome back to another Can Crushers Wrestling Podcast. You notice I started with the old and again because <laughs> Sir Michael Jenks is not here. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's saying he's working. <laughs> I think he's getting married because that's what I hear on the 40-year-old dash that the <laughs> wedding is already planned. So he's, right. he sent another cohort, one of my friends as well, Cody Hetrick Herrick, is coming <laughs> on the show to sub for him this week. Cody, how the hell you been? We haven't talked wrestling like this in a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. Thanks for inviting me, and I'll definitely step in when Jenks is eloping out to Las Vegas. So um, I, I'm definitely big shoes to fill, literally and figuratively. So I'm <laughs> big shoes. Jump on. But yeah, hopefully he's, hopefully he's enjoying the wedding out there. I know. Nice. Why aren't you and Moochie out there at least? I Just... know, right? I thought I'd at least be his best man. I, I mean, here's mine, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. We gotta gotta figure that out. Unbelievable that he went out to get married this fast. I mean, congratulations to him <laughs> for real. You know, you get into a relationship and you get married this quick. I know. Like, <laughs> good for very, you. Yeah, good for him. Moving right on. That's uh, fast forwarding. I guess you you never know what's going to happen these days. So I guess uh, let's let's keep going, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, he's going to be pissed about that. But nonetheless, oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, sidebar: Jenks is not getting married; he's working. But yeah. I'm sure for the first three minutes of the show, he's pretty pissed off. But uh, yeah, he's going to be hot. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> we'll get a phone call at some point today. Oh, for sure. Yeah, once it drops, I, I'm imagining that. So yeah, that's right. I'm walking. Well you brought it up first, not me. But I, I, I played off with it. I, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I got broad shoulders. I got broad shoulders. <laughs> so we've heard about you for a while now, but let's find out a little bit about Cody Hetrick Herrick because <laughs> I don't. The whole Hetrick thing came. I was announcing basketball games the night before, yeah. and it's so close, and I I don't know, and I was drunk still. I think too, right? <laughs> but your last name it. is Herrick. It is Herrick. That's right. But. Yeah. We did have a hat trick in my high school I graduated with, so that, that was always confusing, too. And first name, at least you get my first name right, man. Uh, I mean, I've been called Corey Colby um, <laughs> Cookie, even. That's why Jenks calls me Cookie sometimes. So, um, yeah, at least you got the first name right. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're good to go. Um, yeah. So let's know a little bit about you, though. Uh, wife, kid, dog, all of that stuff, and then we'll dive right, into yeah. wrestling. Yeah, I guess just uh, me and you, we, we met back at uh, Parcel Unknown, Seawolf City, and yep. uh, man, how many years ago was that now? 12, 13, something many. crazy like that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you actually, you're another tie for me and you, is you are 
in the town that my mother grew up and my grandma lived in for her whole life. So um, it's nice to reminisce about Ridgeway as well. I don't know Uh, how much nice Ridgeway is to reminisce about, but yeah. Hey, I miss it. I miss the Ridgeway Carnival getting my grandma used to save me little dimes throughout the whole year and do the dime toss when just random glassware all the time. And Are you going to bring uh, go, you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, yeah. Do you remember I'll, that all? I do I'm remember. Sure I was just going to ask if you were going to bring your family down. Yeah, I'd love to. And then we go um, go to Kane usually every Memorial or Labor Day. Uh, go camping. My father-in-law has a camp down in Ludlow. Um, and usually try to stop down to Ridgeway to see my grandma's uh, grave. Unfortunately, she passed, but you know, see her grave and her old house, and show Kaylin around. You know, the mean streets of Ridgeway, <laughs> the one main drive there. But <laughs> the mean uh, streets. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, we didn't go last year. Um, our son was just um, a couple months old. Um, you know, ten months old. So uh, we'll probably get back down there this year. I'd love to, um, you know, meet up for sure when we go down there. The dime pitch is still here. Uh, the, they still have it, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's one dude like uh, there's. I remember like going with my dad. My dad was very crafty. Like there's one guy that was giving out ten for each dollar, and then there's another guy that just gives you a handful for each dollar that you give. So uh, we always went to the the right guy and pitched those dimes. And um, I remember the French fries were so good too. At least back in the day with some vinegar on vinegar. There, so yep. I, yeah, That's the only yeah. place I eat um, my French fries with vinegar on. on. Is that right? I yeah. don't know why. I love vinegar, and I would do it at McDonald's if it was an option or anything like that. But right. you get it's them from better, the yeah. carnival; it's just so much better. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I I do miss doing that every year with my grandma, you know, my whole family. So yeah, I need it. When is the carnival down there? I don't even I remember. Miss- yeah, yeah, I'd have to do that. But yeah, last year there you know, wasn't one. No, last year there was one. There was one yeah, last 2020, year. Probably not, right? Yeah. 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 Have to get down there because it's only, you know, it's literally about 100 miles from my where I grew up to my grandma's front door. So it's not too far away um, to get down there. But yeah, that's, you know, a little bit about me and you, a little history. And we, you know, we fell out like we talked about before in the 40 yard dash and we, we came back together recently. So I'm glad uh, we, we, we connected and could talk shit about everybody. So I, I love it. Yeah. Um, and then myself, yeah, married uh, with one kid, Henry, and our dog, Hank, uh, living up here in Parts Unknown with Jenks and Moochie. And like you said, we have a podcast, 40-year dash. It's, um week from today, we're filming or recording a, an episode, and it'll be mine, um, Mark, and uh, trying to learn how to do the Rubik's Cube under five minutes. So hopefully hopefully I can do that. Yeah, uh, I I heard you have it down pretty damn quick, though. But you have yeah, to do it with commentary this time. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I've uh, I've gone down pretty consistently, like two minutes and thirty seconds, somewhere around there. So yeah, but then I'll have you know Jenks and Moochie in my ear, uh, trying to criticize me. So my wife's been practicing and talking and putting podcasts in my ear where I do it to be distracted. So uh, I welcome the challenge for those two. You should have like Henry running around you as well, because <laughs> that's essentially what Moochie would be doing if he was next to you, because you guys are going right. to, you're going to Skype this and record it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I need to have Henry just uh, go crazy like the little guy he is right now running around like nuts. So yeah, I think you're right. So you got back into wrestling. I know you were – did you ever leave wrestling? Like I did, yeah. yeah. So I didn't watch it as a kid. Um, nothing my father did or my brother wasn't into. So I, I got into it 
in 2001, I believe, when we moved out to Girard. Um, so uh, I was watching a lot of my buddy Zach Carr at the time, and we watched every pay-per-view, and uh, I, I just fell in love with it right away, right? Like, right. It's, just, it's the spectacle, and it's, you know, hard-hitting. And, and like like you, I want to deep dive and learn everything as much as I could about it, right? So what was it Raja back in the day? That's what I always went to. Yes. Um, on the website and checked out the rumor meals and stuff. And I did fall out of it when I went to college. I didn't really watch. Um, and then jumped back into it. Honestly, your, your favorite guy and one of my favorites, CM Punk, brought me back in was the pipe bomb, right? So I, I saw that. So I thought you were going to say Greg Gania because he's yeah. one of my favorite guys. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it started back up around that time, right? It did. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it probably that had a good influence on me <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, I work in the Seawolf City with Greg. We got to go do some pay-per-views to free up in Buffalo. So, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for a better reintroductory. But, yeah, CM Punk drew me back in. Again, lost a little bit. And then uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, I remember his, was it, eight seconds at WrestleMania or something crazy like that? Yeah. Lost the title. Um, that kind of got me into that storyline and, you know, paid off and got my wife into it. Started in WrestleMania 30. That's the first wrestling she ever watched. <laughs> so, what, what a way to start off. And Wow. I know, right? She, they, she couldn't understand the... Undertaker losing, right? Oh, nobody, <laughs> you still can't understand them losing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and then she looked. She didn't. That was Wyatt's uh, Bray Wyatt's like one of the first matches, right? One of the big big match that he had. So, and then obviously Daniel Bryan winning at the end, and you know tearing up a little bit in the corner, so she didn't see me. We were just about a month or two in to dating, so <laughs> tried to hide a little bit. Um, <laughs> but she stuck with it, and she you know watched a lot of the Revolution we'll talk about here in a minute. But I think she she's. I think she's a wrestling fan for sure. Yeah. Now you're you're solely. I don't want to say you're solely because you'll keep up on the interwebs and this, that, and the other about WWE. But AEWs can't miss for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely dynamite. Uh, something I look forward to every Wednesday. I love Wednesdays right now because you know my son and I have a tradition of reading Rocky Wednesday, Doctor Seuss together. We have you know it's halfway the week work week's done, and then at night we throw on dynamite. So yeah, like you said, I. I I guess I read on Reddit what happened on Raw and SmackDown and, you know, keep up with that. But I used to be a big NXT guy, too, during the black and gold, right? But right. More recently, not kind of dropped out with that. So, yeah, definitely don't miss Dynamite or um, Rampage. I, I will watch every once in a while, too, if there's a good match I read about. But, yeah, it's it's um, AEW or nothing. I, I mean, I, I just don't – I can't get into watching a three-hour Raw <laughs> Every week, I just I can't do that. DVR, man, DVR. Yeah. I literally forward, made right? myself watch it yesterday <laughs> morning. I'm like, I know Cody's not going to talk about Raw, and I'm going to keep the segment <laughs> at the third segment really short. But I'm like, yep. <laughs> oh, it is it is it is essentially dreadful. To right. I don't know how people can sit for the three hours. If you'd give me a ticket to go, it's in Buffalo, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, or something like that. Yeah, I think I'm turning it down. I really am, unless it's like you can get in a ring and take an RKO, or so. I, I think I'm going to turn it down anymore. Yeah, it's it's a chore, right? Like especially live events. I think we were talking about that with Moochie. Like they went to SmackDown, I think, and there's so many commercials and promos. You don't actually see wrestling. Maybe like two good matches, right? Like it's, yeah, it's crazy. That's why like house shows better. Unfortunately, the one that they book here in Erie is on a you know freaking Easter, day before Easter. Weekend. 
Right. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd probably uh, try to make it down there or at least attempt. But yeah, it's it's so much better live um, at a house show, in my opinion, than going to a Raw or SmackDown. But that's and, just me. And that's why I need to get you, Jenks, and even Moochie, if you want to come along. I you need to come to an indie show one time because there, you may not know the people, but you're there. Right. You're on top of the action, and that's uh, right. it's. And there's a couple of them up in parts unknown as yeah. well. And we know a good doctor, Fox, that is actually involved <laughs> with one of them. So yeah, my doctor too. So yeah. Absolutely. Oh, he is your doctor too. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I just uh, changed my insurance over at the beginning of January with my new job, and he's my new doctor. So yeah, it's nice to catch up with him when I went for a checkup last month. But yeah, he's my guy. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, uh, big. You're not a big video game fan yet, are you? No, same thing, man. I. I I oh, I was thinking about that yesterday. I sat down, like listening to Tony Hawk, play Tony Hawk for hours back in PS One, PS Two, and stuff like that. But I never, I've kind of fell off with it after college. Um, never really picked it up back up. Maybe some like Tycoon games, like um, yes, Roller Coast Tycoon, Sim City, stuff, Tropico, um, you know, stuff like that. I like, but not nothing else. I, I really got back into it. I guess. Uh, I'm sure, like, my little guy running around. I was going to say, that's going to be changing soon. Right, yeah, when he gets into it again, you know, when he goes up a little bit, maybe I'll I'll pop back into it. But, you know, the latest console I have, man, is a Xbox 360. So I'm, what, three, four generations behind right now? (laughs) Slightly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's uh, not top of mind right now. But, yeah, I do like a good Tycoon game uh, every once in a while. I brought that up because Jenks, uh, recently bought. I had it on Tuesday, but I only got to play it on Thursday. The whole WWE 2K22 thing, and right. we started our Can Crusher Wrestling Federation with the the Royal Rumbles. <laughs> essentially, the men's is out oh, there first, and the women's Perfect. was yeah. Was it Thursday? It was Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think you're texting us about, it, but that's awesome. How is it so far? Uh, I love it just because I'm a child. So it's great. I downloaded a ton of people. You can watch both of those rumbles on our YouTube page. We're setting up for the championship. Um, Whoever wins the rumble does not get the championship. Uh, I will spoil that for you. But they get an easier path to what's coming up. All right. Yeah. I like that. I I need to watch it. I've... I do enjoy watching, you know, video games. I know that's really weird to say that I don't play it, but I enjoy watching people do it. So, um, yeah, I need to need to do that for sure. Yeah, I I had a blast. I have Was to it better than la- better than last year? I'm assuming. Oh, two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. terrible, wasn't it? It was horrible. <laughs> Right. You had people glitching just coming out of the entrance. Now it's Is that right? <laughs> it's fixed. It's it's a lot better. I had fun, Cody. Just. Uh, throwing it up there and broadcasting. I think I have to turn on Michael Cole and Corey Graves a little bit more because I'm yelling over them as well. But yeah. it was fun. And I did the first one when nobody was home except the dogs. And both of yeah. the dogs were like, why are you screaming at the TV for a half an hour? <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That, that, and that's interesting. That would be a good future to put on, on in a game too. commentary. That would be really crazy to do. Right. But. Yeah, that that'd be really neat for you know. Is that something you're into? And I know Jenks is too. He likes calling the matches everyone while while we watch him. So yeah, uh, that that'd be a cool feature. But they yeah, just mute them right and just mute them and just let yourself you and somebody, you know, yeah. and make it a co-op that you don't have to be, you know, in the same room. Which that right. yeah. But all right, right. 
All right, Perfect, let's dive into this pay per view. We're gonna we're gonna do this segment one, and then we'll recap Dynamite and Rampage in segment two. All right, Cody. First and foremost, will you please watch? <laughs> we we learn how to watch it somewhere else in Bleacher Report because that's yeah. all we heard about. You were what? I think two matches behind Jenks and I. Yeah, yeah. So the. I think you're, uh, we'll get into it, but like during the tag team match, I think your dog and my dog are still, <laughs> it was really weird, but yes. yeah, so I, I hit pause on Bleacher Report, it was working perfect up to that mark, but once you hit pause, it, it messed it all up, it was buffering and could, you can't go out of it and back into it, there's no rewind, so you're like stuck where they're at, so yeah, it's terrible and couldn't figure out, there was not an app on my t- new TV I bought for Bleacher Report, so I did try to fire up the Amazon's fire stick, which we haven't used in a long time. And I had to find the remote, which Henry likes to take it and hide. So finding that was a long time. And then, um, batteries didn't work. Remote didn't work. And it was just, it, it was just terrible. And then I found out I could order it through sling after I, Oh, could it. you really? Yeah. So, uh, next time definitely through sling, unless, uh, this HBO max thing happens, which would be even better since we already have that. But, We'll see. Yeah, I need to figure this out. It's it's frustrating as as human. Yeah, we we went to a different chat and started talking yep. without you because we're like, oh, because the Brit match was happening and like all this right. cool stuff was happening. We're like, we don't want to ruin it for Cody. Yep. Like you two oh, yeah. tried to ruin it for me a couple weeks ago. It uh, right. Well, I was a basketball. You you pretty much yeah. said that. Punk was bleeding a stuffed pig all over his face, but I'm like, ah, right. these sons of bitches. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it just, it just sucks when it's like that, right? Like, um, I don't know. Yeah, I need to figure that out because it's, it's very frustrating because that's a part of the whole thing is watching with your buddies, right? And texting if you're, you know, you're 100 miles away and, figure, you know, having a good time that way. Or yeah, uh, if you can't get together, it's that's the good thing about it is to have somebody, have somebody to mark out with too, right? Yes, and that's why we couldn't mark out with you. Because yeah, that's all right. <laughs> this pay-per-view, Cody, is there's match of the year candidates on it. There's moment of the year candidates on it. And I think, I don't know how AEW is going to top what they did in this. So it's also an event of the year candidate. Do you agree, disagree? Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, just listening back and thinking about it that, there's no big surprise. I mean, there's Swerve, right? But like, there's no. They didn't rely on our debut, um, especially at the end. So it's there's a little bit of something for everybody. You had the two, you know, bloody matches, and then you had some good technical wrestling and some crazy, you know, spot wrestling. I guess with the tag team, in my opinion. But uh, everything is great and it is top to bottom a good good pay per view. All right, so let's start off with the the buy in, the buy out, whatever the hell they call the pre show. <laughs> Um, Layla Hirsch against Statlander. It, I thought it was a nice opening match. I I really like what they're doing with Layla, getting her that little bit of a mean streak and, yeah. and just. I I think she's gonna be a player for the TBS I, title soon. Yeah, and uh, kind of rolled over to Dynamite too, right? But yeah, she it was a good match for sure. And um, you know, texting back and forth with Muchi are. Uh, kind of hard. He couldn't believe that she Statlander thinks she's an alien, so he was kind of fixated <laughs> on that for like twenty minutes. But um, yeah, it was, it was a good, decent starting match, right? It hooked you right into um, that style of wrestling. And um, I didn't watch too much of her before this match, uh, Layla. So it was nice to um, get introduced to her and her character, and like like you said, that mean streak. Yeah. yeah. 
still having some stuff to do with Red Velvet and everything. I mean, we're not going to deep dive into these, but the next yeah. thing that came, uh, we heard Kenny Omega's music, and yeah. I shot up out of my chair. I'm like, why <laughs> are they doing this on the buy-in? Holy right, hell. Yeah. <laughs> and then they swerved the hell out of us. And I was yeah. both glide and sinker from then. All right, yeah, and they, there's, I will get into it, I'm sure, later, but there's a couple mentions of him throughout the night just randomly, right? So, like, there's kind of a tease, but, um, you know, maybe a playoff in the future. But, yeah, that, that got me, too, man. I was ready to go. That's right when we finally got it up and running and had the remote working on our phones. So, I was ready, <laughs> ready to go, and that was the first thing. And, yeah, it's, uh, it was nuts. Then we got Go ahead. Do you think he comes back? Uh, or we can get that later, but do you have when do you think he's going to come back here? Uh, let's hold that for later because I uh, think, yeah, I, I don't want to completely. I mean, when, he doesn't come back tonight. Everybody knows that right. by now, but he doesn't come back tonight. Right. But I, I think there's time. Uh, well, and it's going to probably be right after the Adam Cole match. We'll dive into it. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Hook and QT. I love Hook, but he needs somebody to fight to, worthwhile because I, I'm. Sick and tired of the the quick matches. I want to see what right. he really can have. This was a yeah. longer one for him, but it's QT Marshall. Come on, right, <laughs> right, yeah. Let's get him. Uh, like he's running through pretty much everybody on Rampage, right? Like let's uh, let's figure it out here because I, I, he's got it, right? Like whatever it is, he, he has it down. The look, the mannerisms, the move set, like everything is just um, you know dialed in right now. So yeah, I'm ready. Maybe. I was just thinking maybe this will lead to him and Keith Lee down the road because QT Marshall and then we'll get into Dynamite and Rampage. But like maybe that's his next big opponent. Let's see. But I'm ready for the next thing for sure. Well, do you, do you think he's going to be the one to take it from Ricky Stocks? I think so. Like that That's logical, right? And right. I don't know. That, that, that's what I think down the line here, hopefully soon. But yeah, yeah I think that's the right play. I, it has to be. It has to be. Especially since it was his dad's title. That's um, right, yeah. Full circle. And then the House of Black, which are becoming uh, my favorite tag team in the world right now. And it, it's just because of the entrance, I think. I mean, It's I've, crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I've always been a Brody King fan and Alistair Malachi Black, or whatever, whatever yep. you guys are still calling him, Tommy End. I've loved them, but I, I do want somebody else. Buddy Murphy still, to me, doesn't fit or whatever the hell, uh, what's his name? Buddy Matthews. There it Matthews, is. Yeah, yeah Buddy yeah. Matthews needs a tattoo or something. I think you brought it up. It, yeah, I was wondering if Alistair's going to take him out to the tattoo shop after a debut because he just doesn't stand in, you know, he doesn't fit in with them right now. But um, his, his character does, but the look doesn't, right? So ho- hopefully, um, but yeah, I think it needs one more person. That's my opinion. I don't know who, but. Uh, female would be a great addition. I know you and Jenks were talking about um, who was it to switch over? Julia Hart. Uh, Julia Hart, yeah. Um, to have her be in there, but that kind of went to the side, it seems like. Yeah, the varsity blondes have not been seen in for a while. Yeah. We thought maybe Penta was going to make a switch here. He fits it, doesn't he? Right. Yeah, especially his turn, right? Like it makes sense for him to turn on Pac and join him. That, that's just, um, yeah, I, I think the look, uh, I never, I never watched, um, Lucha Underground. So this is new to me and, you know, deep diving on that a little bit before the podcast here. So it, it just makes sense for sure. Like one more person, but I, 
something I noticed too, like he changes uh, Alistair Black change or the the group changes their music depending on how many people are on there. Yes, I don't know if you noticed that too. That's that's really neat. Um, yeah, little, little thing that Easter egg. So yeah. speak, oh, look at you, good. You're gonna bring Easter eggs to the show. I don't have anything <laughs> like that. Uh, the pile driver on the apron was sick. Like, yeah, that's oh. the first thing I wrote down. Pentas Fear Factor on on the apron. I was that's crazy, man. Like. The hardest part of the ring, as they always say. But <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was a really good match, and um, I nothing bad to say about it. But uh, that was the last match before the pay per view started, right? So yeah, I think got everybody really into it and ready to go, and the crowd a little hyped as well. And, and your your Bleacher Report's rolling. You're good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> and we come to Jericho and Kingston, and this is one of the matches that I say. Possibly, and I think it's going to get lost in the shuffle with what AEW yeah. does, and even maybe some WWE matches down the line. I yep. thought this was a match of the year candidate from the get. This the whole story build up and everything. Yep. And then yeah, Kingston does get the win, but he doesn't shake his hand. So there's things going yeah. on. Ah, that, this was a perfect way. If you didn't watch the buy-in, and I don't know if anybody who watches wrestling pay-per-views don't watch or at least have the buy-in pre-show or anything on the yeah. background. Right. But if you're just turning in at, tuning in at 8 o'clock at night, and this is the first thing you see, you're ready. You have yeah. your case of beer <laughs> next to you, your chips or whatever, and you're like, holy shit, they're starting Let's with this go. match? Let's go. All right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wrote down here, like, I think that was one of Jericho's best matches in AEW, I think. Like, By I'm far. Trying to remember, By yeah, far. Yeah, trying to remember at least in years. Um, you know, it is a, it is a great match, and and I loved how Jericho has what this like three minute entrance, and then Eddie just what straight down and just started <laughs> right at it. Right. Um, I just he is you know he wants he's not the entertainer. I think that's kind of what they're alluding to in this whole feud is you know Jericho is a sports entertainer. I think he um, trademarked that, didn't he? Like I think he did. Yeah, I think like he that. did now. <laughs> yeah, and Eddie is just you know straight. He didn't you know what you know kayfabe was and all that and heels and baby faces and that promo. So like. He's just straight into business, and you know I, I loved it from the from the start. It was just such a hard hitting, and they told a great story too. And I, I couldn't believe the ending as well. Yeah, the the match itself was more of a, a brawl than yep. a, a match. Essentially, in the crowd, I thought it was going to be fifty fifty. No, yeah. they were all behind Kingston. Like everybody was going. They, when they did the punches back and forth, and you know, the yeah. yay and the boo. Yep. Jericho getting the boo. Ah, oh, again. Yeah. You think obviously he's turning heel with what he did in Dynamite, but like the the only thing the crowd loves about Jericho right now, like just <laughs> keeping him from full heel is his entrance. Right? Like, Judas. That, be, right. Yeah. That's something he probably is thinking in the back of head. He needs to change if he wants the full booze from the other way. But yeah, that's that's the only thing, you know, everybody, like you said, everybody was behind Eddie for sure. And it's, it's so nice to see him get his first big win. Um, you know, they talked about alluded to, and I think he's lost every other pay per view match, right? If I remember right, so yeah, it was nice to, nice to see that. I don't think he changed Judas's, I don't think he changes that. No. Nice point, well, because it now fits, he just turned essentially right. on everybody, and that's what Judas did. Yeah. That's right, yeah, that's a good tie in, too, yeah, for sure. And I, I wrote down another note here, too. JR forgot what city he was in. Did you notice that? <laughs> yes. The, the, like the first thing out of his mouth, he, he didn't know where he was at. <laughs> so, yes, 
Another uh, thing I did, and then I also wrote down the cameraman looked like a ninja. Did you happen to notice that? No, <laughs> there's one, for there's real. Cameraman, there's two cameramen, and the first there's somebody pointed on Reddit, like from Dynamite, but he's wearing a full um, face mask. Um, so which is his eyes out essentially. I I'm guessing it's for COVID, but like he's just he literally blend, blends in. You just see his his eyes. That's essentially it. So look out for him on dynamite. But I gotta um, go watch. Now I have to pay attention to the freaking cameraman. No, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's that's why. Like you didn't notice him because he looked like an ninja. <laughs> yeah, uh, stealth. Yeah, he he looked good. So yeah, that doesn't have enough for the match. But overall, what a way to start off the pay per view. And this is where it goes to shit, literally for for Cody, <laughs> right? right? This next right. match, it it, yep. it went for shit. It went to shit for me too. But I right. just I kept it rolling. And I said, guys, let me know what happens. It was the tag yeah. team title match between Red Dragon, the Bucks, and Jurassic Express. Yep. Good lord, was this? This was a spot fest, and yep. I'm one normally that says, oh, I can't stand it. Yeah. But nobody was taking a nap for half an hour. They were busy. Things were going. It was good. And then to get into the whole point of why Cody and I were off a little bit on this match, because Jurassic Express does win. They retain. Uh, I didn't go back and rewatch. I was content just knowing that you watched the whole thing over again. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, a thing we talked about in the beginning, but my dog started puking. I gave, yep. him, one pop- <laughs> I gave him one piece of popcorn. And he, he, I don't know what happened, man. He, he just, uh, I, you know, I grabbed my nice buttery, rich popcorn and gave him a piece, and he started puking. So <laughs> that was a, it's pretty much whole match, like half hour. Or so I think it put me behind, but he was okay af- afterwards. So got to clean up some uh, puke. So that's all right. But um, I did rewatch it on Wednesday, going back and. Like you said, spot fest, right? And I'm with you. Sometimes I love them, sometimes I don't. But um, there's one thing after the other, right? Like right into it. It wasn't no downtime. And I wrote down that Lucian Lucian Source really impressed me. Um, really? He really? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's good, but like the moves that he is, the crowd was behind him too, um, from start to finish. So that was that was really good and and the other note i wrote down like uh one would jump i think we text about this one with jungle boy break away from the tag team scene i guess yeah, I, I think soon. as soon as they lose these titles i think he yeah. it's not that he needs to he deserves to and people want him to that's right yeah the crowd's really behind the moves he was doing in that are unreal i didn't realize how good he was walk you know quote unquote walking on the ropes bouncing around on them like he, he is uh, very impressive so I think he was stand out and the Lions and that story is it keeps going too. I think we text before the match happened before stuff went down that there's so many stories that can come out of this. So um, the, uh, I'm glad it's that red dragon and a uh, young bucks feud is still, you know, still going on for sure. Yeah. that That's a feud that's I think going to carry us <clears throat> most of most of the summer, at least. Yeah. Um, I know what all out is the next one coming yeah. in but like, I, I think there's going to yeah. be more after that uh sidebar real quick cody's dog wasn't the only dog throwing up because <laughs> max ran upstairs as well and i just heard i'm like what what oh shit <laughs> so you run well, upstairs and it's already out so you're like ah. <laughs> well, what did he do just eat something too fast or hair <clears throat> I, I th- yeah, yeah i i don't know once in a while both of them just <laughs> 
this is gonna sound gross and disgusting, but they both lick each other and they're both long haired dogs. Shit just gets yeah. intertwined and yeah. And hairballs, yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. So <laughs> yeah, that's just really weird. We both had that same instance right away. That's yeah. That's nuts. But yeah, I I paused it and started back up and that's where the trouble of buffering again with bleacher report happened. So um kind of uh went downhill for me there with, with that, but it, overall great from that point forward too. Good match quality. Yep. Next up was a face of the revolution, and essentially, Jenks and I have been telling everybody, and you were on board with this too, uh, with your picks that this was Wardlow's match to win. There's no other way you could you could have thrown anybody else into this. It all mixed yeah. into that MJF storyline that he said yep. months ago. Yep. But overall, what a great freaking match. Cool spots. Um, Orange Cassidy was phenomenal in this match. Yeah. Climbing uh, Wardlow and Keith Lee and then swinging up on the ladder later on in the match. Yeah. I've never seen that, have you? No, never. Yeah. That was nuts, and I wrote down Orange Cassidy being used as a weapon. <laughs> like, can <laughs> get him tossed around and thrown into people. It, it was a great match. And something that you and Jenks hit on last week, I was wondering why Cage was in there. And um, my guess was to be the ring general. Like, I don't think a lot of them had experience in um, ladder matches. So maybe he was in there to help the flow go and make people remember the spots. That's the only thing I can think of. That's a well, great first, point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. His first match in what, a couple of months at least is a ladder match um, besides the quality or qualify match. So, that's my thought of why he was. No, in, that's but. a great match because I, I know Wardlow had uh, a couple, you know, ladder matches in IWC, okay. yeah. but I mean, this was a big state. It was a one-on-one ladder match, so it that's wasn't right. you know yeah. with eight other people or whatever. So yeah. there's got to be somebody kind of barking orders quietly and through the the carny language that they use in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And they all say that, the carny language that they use in wrestling. So yeah. that's a great point. That really yeah. is, Cody. Yeah, hey, every once in a while I find a good point. So <laughs> um, we, were, yeah, we were figuring out where Danhausen was going to get thrown into the mix of this, and he, yep. he puts the, the curse on Starks and yep. – do you He's, think Wardlow almost dude. broke Starks' neck, or did Stark dude, sell it that good? That was, I, I don't know, that was really rough. <laughs> it landed really, 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 really bad, so uh, I don't know. That that's one I wrote down, Wardlow's powerful spot. Like, that was that was rough, man. Um, I'm glad he, like, everybody said he was okay, but Orange Cassidy came out with a sprain, right? I don't think it was broken, his arm. It's sprain, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I'm glad he is okay with that, but Kind of fits his character, like in the brace, and <laughs> look, it looked normal on on dynamite. But yeah, it's it a hard hitting match. And the other thing I loved was Wardlow just telling Keith Lee to get down from the ladder and go at it. Like that, right. that was a good spot. And then having all the big guys, you know, three corners, but facing each other too. I, I think Powerhouse Hobbs is coming to his own too, and you know, gets a little bit further down the line of Rampage. But it was um, it was a good overall match for me. I, I loved it. Do you think, uh, and I get this from a couple people, uh, just that are random wrestling fans every once in a while that do dabble in AEW, because it's still new to people, do you think yeah. there's too many factions in AEW because yeah. of the right. you know Team Taz, this and that? Everybody's got to have a friend. Even Moxley <laughs> now has a friend, and we'll get right, to that. Right. 
uh, yeah. has two friends essentially. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it. I thought it was at the first when it was doing, but I think it all makes sense, right? Everybody has like how many times is there a post match beatdown, right? It happens a lot, and they don't tell us blow off every month. They have it going on for a little bit longer too, a couple months until the next pay per view. So. You have those built-in feuds. You tag teams here and there, and that person feuds with the other person from, and then the main members go out at the pay per view. That, that's kind of what I get, but I could see a little bit. But there's some fractions that are definitely lower tier, right, compared to right. the top ones. So, um, you know, I, I think we'll get to later. But like, I, I didn't, I don't care about the Andrade and not at all, Matt Hardy. Like, I, I'm so happy that's over with. We'll get to, but I got that that fraction. I don't care for at all, but. You know, that I guess, yeah. What about you? Do you think that's too I, many? I do. I, I actually yeah. do. As, as I watched it during this and then just some stuff this week, I thought, man, that these people are kind of right that I, I'd like to see Hobbs by himself. He can be a bastard by himself. He could, he could yeah. do, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's the youngness of some of these kids uh they're less than 45 years old so i can call them kids <laughs> um these kids so maybe it's a way that starks has been in the business for a long time so maybe he's the one that was set to groom hobbs and then yeah. you know you have the other ones even hardy and all those other schmucks in that your favorite alliance that are grooming private party and now they're ready to go by themselves and stuff like yep. that so i see it both ways i just I don't think we need to see all of them every week. And then there's times that I think, holy Christ, it's a it's a faction freaking week, and that's all we're getting is yeah. faction, 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 mm-hmm. faction. What, what about this lone guy, uh, a.k.a. where the hell is Miro at? <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. I just saw he signed a new contract, so that's a good sign that he's not um, just hanging out in purgatory, I guess, until something comes up, right? So right. I thought he would be in the the ladder match. I thought that would be a reintroduction for him, but I guess uh, holding off or something else here. Let me spin this to you then. Do you think yeah. right now is the time to bring bring Miro back as the hated Russian kind of like uh, oh, slaughter did <laughs> slaughter right. did uh, when it was the Iraq oh, War? Man. Right, he would get the heat. It, it's it's wrestling. Get, is anything off yeah. limits? Right. Yeah. That was his. Uh, first gimmick in wwe right he came out in a tank against john cena yeah like going back to that and he quickly lost that russian heritage right to, to bulgarian i think so i don't know get that back but yeah um that'd be that'd be crazy <laughs> that should get some eyeballs on the product for sure if you're going for that yeah we get the this i didn't know about we got Shane swerve strickland signing with yeah. aew and i think that's going to be a good move i really do i think he's going to be a player in the whole TNT title, title yeah, yeah, soon, yeah. but do, yeah, do the rest a, of them come then, too? Right. Tony, I hope BFAB does. Yeah, Tony kind of gave that away. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had swore right on top of it, facing the camera before he's announced. But, yeah, I, I didn't really watch too much much of his run in NXT and watch a little bit of when he got called up, the hit row, right? So um, was he champion when he was let go? Uh, no, did he lose quickly after he, that. He yeah. lose. He lost quickly. Be, yeah. yeah, and then he was let go. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I've watched a couple of his matches, and he's pretty good. So yeah, like you said, at that TNT level type of you know tier. I think I think you're right. Next up, we get Jade versus Ty Conte for the TBS Championship. 
Yep. And it was great to see negative one hanging back out yeah. with Anna J. And more on Anna J here in a, in a minute. <laughs> Did you, do you know where I'm going with that? Because I think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of shots fired on social media this week as well Very between much. Anna J, Ty, Sammy, yep. Jungle Boy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to that. But. Yeah, that, that, what do you think about the entrances, uh, especially Jade's? Did you like that? I know you're not too keen on big entrances like that sometimes. Did I you didn't it? mind it because it was yeah. just the guy playing the guitar and it wasn't yeah. overblown like, I don't know, some of the crap that recently happened. I didn't mind it. <laughs> I really didn't. It was just a normal guy playing the guitar and that made That's sense. Right. Yeah, and he his, he killed it, in my opinion. He, he shredded it pretty good. And, man, Jade just has a look, right? Like, I... I I don't understand. Yeah, I was looking, listening to her podcast with Jericho. She tried out with WWE a couple times, and they just didn't get her with traveling and stuff like that with her family. Said, you know, WWE is your family now compared to her, you know, her husband and kids. So, man, they I think they missed a boat on her big time by bringing her over. I do. Uh, I do, too. But I'm glad they didn't because I think she's open to do more like this. WWE would have had her been, in no disrespect to Beth Phoenix or something, she would have been the new Glamazon that we've already seen before yep. and it would have been stale real quick, where I like how she's not, and I'm not saying she's not good, but she's young into the business and they're allowing her to grow, even building this undefeated streak that there's times she yeah. wins by luck that she wins. Yep. So That's right, yeah. I thought that was uh, that was my favorite Jaden match in a long time. I yes. don't know about you, but she she looked really good and dropped bust out the new frog splash, which is pretty solid too, uh, to to win it there. So yeah, that was definitely my favorite of her matches recently. They had a little clip. They kept showing Huskis Lambert and his crew and Paige. So yeah. let me spin this on you now. Paige is now essentially signed with a right. with AEW. Yeah. Is Paige going to be the one? that takes this title off of Jade. And because we we here, uh, including you, think yeah. Jade is ready for the heavyweight championship run now. So right. we need yeah. to get this TBS title off of her. Paige would be a perfect person. She is going to be, and I, I know WWE did it first or whatever. Yeah. Paige is going to be their Ronda, right. essentially. To, yeah, submission queen, hopefully, and... Yeah, I, I'd agree with you. There has has to be someone big like her. Uh, I guess she's going to start with a different view again to later, you know, start off with. But um, yeah, I could see her be the one that that takes that streak. I mean, I I can't think of anyone else, <laughs> right? That that she's ran like through that. the gamut of people. I yeah, mean, how do they like rebuild somebody? Yeah, I mean Ruby Soho, but like where'd she go? Like she hasn't been on TV in a long time. Like she'd be a good threat, and or somebody else that we're not thinking about that's not signed that could come in and do it, but. Yeah, that's a good point. Next up, we get to the nitty-gritty matches. Uh, I mean, <laughs> these next matches are unbelievable. And yeah. CM Punk and MJF. First and foremost, MJF came out to Punk's music at first. And yeah. I was like, that <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> we had a lot to say about that, Jenks and yeah. I. And we knew you weren't anywhere close, so we didn't even right. bring it up. We're like... <laughs> Oh, mind games. But then yep. Punk returns it and comes out with his ROH stuff. Yep. Great tie-in. I don't know if this was 
clearly it was planned after Tony had bought an ROH the week right. before and everything. <laughs> yeah. But even if he didn't buy in, it, it would still make sense that Punk comes back and goes to the dirtiest part of his life and or whatever yeah. you have to say. This match did surprise me, though. It, it, yeah. This is right now, for me, moment of the year at the end when Wardlow comes out. This oh, There's yeah. nothing because <laughs> there's so much building up on this from that little moment. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, that's, that's uh, kind of why I don't, you know, you talked about at the beginning WWE not watching too much. Like, there's no long-term story playing out, right? Like, it's, this has been going on for months and Wardlow for, what, two, three years now has been his henchman and just, but, you know, whenever a long story, there is always a good payoff, right? And that's what I love about AEW the, the most, for sure. Yeah, the match itself was unbelievable. Uh, blood from essentially start to finish. Yeah. And the great use, it wasn't overused, the dog collar, but it wasn't just there as a prop either. They both used it back and forth when need yeah. be. You know, you had the choking moments. It I, I think yeah. it's one of the Piper Valentine dog collar match to me is always going to be the greatest dog collar match. I, I if you haven't watched it, it's out there. Go and watch it. Yeah, but this might be number two now, and, and I know yeah. it's because it's fresh and people are like, "Oh my god, you're such an <laughs> AEW mark." Blah, blah blah blah. You're a punk mark. Cool. Call me whatever you want. My name is Mark. My mom duly noted <laughs> named me this, so cool. I don't yeah. care. But it's up there. It, it's gotta be. It, it's uh, it was phenomenal, right? Like uh, from start to finish, and there's a way. Uh, I don't think it's going. I don't know if it's going to end with it too. But like it's it was it was great. Like you said, tons of blood in there. If you like that type of thing, and I, I do when it when it's needed. I do <laughs> when it's uh, a part of the story, right? Like it 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 all makes sense uh, when to bleed in. The storytelling is just incredible. Like the. Uh, wrapping the chain around his neck again, like he did at was it Grand Slam? I think it was, or no, in Chicago, um, when he did that to Punk and beat him twice, like the first time. So it just it all wraps up together and selling the hand as well. Um, yes, for, like incredible. Um, another thing I wrote down too, Excalibur is just so good at picking up on those little things and tying it back and wrapping everything with a neat bow on it. Right, like he he just notices everything um, and picks up on that stuff. He He's definitely um, a top tier commentator for sure for me. I'm glad you said that because there's always a lot of people saying Excalibur. I I think he goes overboard when he's naming moves once in a while that this was a (laughs) suicidal, homicidal, genocidal (laughs) move. Yeah. But he does have, and I know he's got time and they're facts fed to him and everything, but I think he is the perfect person to do that. Um, I don't ever remember him in the ring, or am I ever looking for him in the ring, whatever he yeah. did in the ring. I don't care. Yeah. His shtick right now is to be that guy. Yep. And you're right, Cody. You are, to me, you're right that he is the perfect piece. Because JR, yes, is the lead, I think, but let's face it, JR's solid days are behind him. Okay, I'm glad you said it first because that, that was one of my notes. Like he just, I don't know, man. <laughs> like he, he's he's losing it, as you said. Like um, unfortunately, but yeah, it, Excalibur is definitely leading leading it for me right now. So 
he drives the show essentially, I think, in the story. Yeah, and Tony does everything. He he's on the right. he's on the match, but he's also the guy that goes in the ring and everything. So I think yep. I think the the parts are perfect. I think it's just Jr. as that we still have Jim Ross, and I think That's maybe right. when yeah. Jr.'s contract is done, they they shift him. We've yep. heard of talks about him being shifted to the back to do more of the behind the scenes interview yeah. where they can be really scripted. And I think maybe that's what JR needs really scripted stuff right now. I'm, I'm not yes. saying he should just leave wrestling. I just don't think it's a better place for him. Yeah, yeah. The AEW style does not mesh with him right now. And I, I'm, I've shit on him before yeah. about this, that or the other, but now I really, I'm not shitting on him. I just think he needs to step back and do VIP stuff and things like yeah. that. I like what they did in WWE near the end. We just brought on big matches, right, to add that that gravitas to it. So I got, I think that'd be a good thing. Like backstage interviews, like his sit downs are amazing when he does that. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm glad you brought it up first, but uh, that's that was one of the things I wanted to talk about too. I didn't want to throw out the hot take there, but yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Just I, I like Taz better in that role, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I just I just. There's nothing that goes by Excalibur that he doesn't pick up uh, that, yep. can, you know, wrap the story back together. But yeah, overall, a uh, fantastic match. And the ending was just uh, one of the moments for the night for me, for sure, if not the year so far. As Jenks would say, it's the chef's kiss. Uh, Wardlow yep. <laughs> not being able to find that ring at first. He checked right. that pocket. It, it, I, I did go back and watch this. Did he he yeah. checked <laughs> all his pockets like six times. And he's like, yeah. I don't know where it is. I don't know. Yeah. And oh, then well, he finds yeah. it. In the same pocket that he just checked, I'm like, ah, oh, so you have two pockets in that one pocket. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was perfect. And the crowd is so behind that guy. You know, put the rocket ship on his back and let's go. Like, uh, he's, I didn't realize his comic timing, his comedic timing is unreal too. Um, and his promo we'll get to on Wednesday, but like, it, he can talk. <laughs> I'm sure you're aware of that yeah. from watching him in Pittsburgh, but like, he, he can talk too. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll get on that uh, on Wednesday. More to come, as we say, or uh, stay tuned or whatever the hell. Um, Because I want to make a prediction on what's coming up this Wednesday. But let's uh, continue rolling. Thunder Rosa against Britt. I brought this up that Thunder was hurt. And I saw that, and I'm like, oh, man, she's hurt. I wonder if it's going to be like a lingering injury. That Is she not going to get the title because she's hurt this, that, or the other? I didn't know that. Uh, this coming Wednesday, not the Wednesday that we're going to talk about, but this coming yeah. Wednesday, or wrestling is taking place in San Antonio. Um, yeah. All right, perfect spot. I- I'm glad yeah. <laughs> I predicted Thunder Rosa to win. I think everybody did. Everybody did, yeah. Yeah. But it's a perfect spot for her to win now. And it also yeah. gives that extra momentum that they're going to throw it in the cage. Britt yep. being a bitch, just essentially saying you're a lo- there There's heat. I think there's right. true heat. I posted it up. Go ahead. Right. No, I'm with you. Like, I wrote down who's going to take it off her, but I think we know now um, when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. So, yeah, uh, that that's a big note from that. Like, I think the crowd wanted that right there and then. But like you said, I don't think we knew that two weeks later it would be in San Antonio. So it, it all kind of makes sense and story pays off as well. So uh, I'm with you on that. Uh, shout out to two girls that were in the front row during this match, just going apeshit crazy for yeah. uh, Britt Baker 
you actually, if you listen close enough, you can see, you can hear Megan Nelson from IWC saying, "Let's go, Bridgeburg!" All right, yeah. and <laughs> the the former dime piece, now known as Julia Lynn, both of them were in the front row. Okay, yeah, Have they, uh, yeah, Back. they yeah, were awesome. all right there in the corner. They actually got in the 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 House of Black match when they were thrown into the railings. I, I think it okay. was. Uh, buddy that got tossed over right beside them that you see Megan grab her beer and just haul ass out of there. Yeah, so okay. yeah. <laughs> I remember that spot. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I wrote down about this match, I, I never noticed until this match was Rebel always dresses like um, Brit, but obviously Hater doesn't. She doesn't do the DMD and she doesn't dress like her either. I think they always, those two always match. So it's a long story playing with that too, I think. Yeah. Again, I want to make predictions for this coming one, but we'll hold off. Um, I, I thought this was great. I thought that they didn't really mention anything a lot about the hampering injury, but yep. Rosa did look off a little bit. I, uh, just a, a, a skosh. I'll put it that way, that maybe it yep. was lingering or something, or maybe they just fucking fake, fake this all out, and right. this is perfect <laughs> And we're buying hook, line, and sinker into this. Again, right. another great match. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'm with you. Yep. Great. Danielson against Moxley. I have to give credit where credit is due. It wasn't a, a flying headbutt or anything, but on the outside of the ring, Jenks predicted that they were both going to crack heads and they were both going to come up bloody. Good yeah. job, did Jenks. He predicted that? Yeah. He did. He, he went uh. back and said it would be awesome if they both – Kind of like a flying headbutt, <laughs> and they both bleed yeah. at some point. They did yeah. it outside when they ran into each other. I, I think okay. Danielson struggled to get some blood. Yeah, he wasn't as bad as Moxley for sure. No, but, Moxley looked uh, like he took a, a shot, a shotgun shot to the head. Uh, sorry, yeah. that's a bad, a bad thought, but that's the first <laughs> thing that came to my head. Yeah. I'm like, holy Christ, he bled that much from bumping heads. Right, yeah, it's, it was a hard-hitting match. The first thing I wrote down was, like, slaps. The slaps landed hard both ways at the beginning. And, yeah, it was, it was a crazy. That's exactly what I wanted out of that match, right? I don't know about you, but that's exactly where I wanted that to go. Yeah, I also didn't know that I wanted Regal to show up either. Oh, that man, was probably that? one of the moments of the night for me. Just come in yeah. and beat both of their asses saying, hey, stop yep. it. You two are better than this. Right, yeah. Uh, with the unexpected finish too, that, that kind of came out of nowhere for me. Kind of got one, you know, quick over on Dan Danielson. So, um, yeah. Then they just kept going to war. But William Regal coming out without just moseying his way down to the ring, and was like a proud father just getting everybody back in line. So I'm excited with that that angle to it. I think that was really awesome. Do you unexpected? Very unexpected. Did, were you surprised that Moxley won? A little bit, yeah. I guess the whole thing was he Dana. Uh, uh-huh, he did it. Good uh, for Danielson you. Danielson <laughs> was going to. I don't want to be like Jenks. Uh, Danielson didn't didn't need to win to have Moxley join him. He just needed a bleed with him, right? That was the story. So I, I guess that's that's maybe the reason why they went over there, and that could be leading to the end of this fraction in the future. But, you know, having that quick win over him and tie it back that way too. Yeah, th- don't eliminate this faction yet. This is a faction that I actually love compared Same to here. Yep. compared to the next one we're going to talk about. Hardy and 
Cassidy and Andrade against yeah. Sammy, Darby, and Sting. I didn't know that this was a go where the hell you want match, first and foremost. <laughs> it was never dubbed that in, in anything. Yeah. Crazy spot. 60-plus-year-old yeah. Sting flying off of. Jesus, man. That, yeah. This, this was actually good, though. It, it, yeah. It was unorthodoxly stupid good. I'll put it that way. <laughs> because I wasn't expecting much from this match. And yeah, then same, I got yeah. more. They're, they're, in a t- they're in a tough spot, right? Before the main event, right after the Moxley ma- match. So they, they probably just went like, uh, let's screw it. Let's go for it. <laughs> just do as much as they can in a short amount of time that they got. I think that's kind of the thing. But yeah, I was, I was not inve- like invested in this match when it was announced, but I definitely enjoyed it from beginning to start or be- beginning to end. So yeah. the Spanish fly, I love that move. And Sammy doing it off the, off the top of the stage there. That was crazy as well. The Spanish. That's right. Hurt his back, right? Yeah. For the, on Wednesday, yeah. On third, yeah. The Spanish yeah, fly is actually my finishing maneuver uh, for my for my gal on two K. Uh, by the way, her name is shit Tiffany Valentine. The urban That's a good name. The yeah. urban. What the hell is she? The urban what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I played it until three o'clock this morning or two o'clock this morning, and then <laughs> it came three morning. o'clock really goddamn quick. <laughs> Uh, the ur- the urban commander, the urban gladiator—I don't know something like the urban something—and she comes out kind of kind of comes out dressed as like Sheeta, uh, yeah. not Karo Sheeta, uh, Kushida. I'm sorry from NXT. You might not oh, know. Okay, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him. Yeah, he's got the vest and the jeans. But uh, yep. yeah, her finishing maneuver is the Spanish fly because I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I do love that. that I love that. I love move. Yeah, it's so it's so fluid and nice, but yeah. I, I wrote down, you know, saying, I, could you do that right now? Like, I'm, I'm like 10 years younger than you. There's no way I would do that. I couldn't do I it mean, 20 years ago. So. Right. Unbelievable that you did that. And the other thing I wrote down was Hardy kind of rolled out of the way of the coffin drop. I don't know if you noticed yes. that. He, didn't, he, he did not take that. At all. His head hit. Excalibur <laughs> did try to sell that. His head yeah. hit him. His head hit him. No, yeah. he really he didn't hit anything. Yeah, he, he definitely moved out of the way on that one. <laughs> but perfect storytelling there, too, Cody, is we're sticking with stories that yeah. Hardy took the loss because that leads to Wednesday right. then. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that a good way to end it. But yeah, I think the first thing I wrote, yeah, the first thing I wrote down is get Andrade away from Hardy. And um, I think obviously on Wednesday that happens. But yeah, it was a good match and I was very surprised by it for sure. I, I want to again. I want him to ride it completely by himself. I don't want him with private party I'm, or anybody I'm, either. I'm with you 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Yeah. A main event time, it's Adam Cole, baby, against uh, Cowboy Shit, Hangman Adam Page. And first and foremost, this is the first thing I said. Why the hell is Adam Cole wearing Halo stuff? I understand he's got his Twitch and everything. I hate it. You wanted, you, is that the reason why, you think? It, it yeah, has to be it. I don't know. I hated, yeah. I hated that freaking <laughs> jacket. I hated it. But on the yeah. side note, on the other flip side, I love that Hangman repping the LGBTQ stuff. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I support that 100%. Everybody knows. Um, but yeah. I, I guess some people marked out. AEW is built a lot around video games. I mean... Cole plays, the Young Bucks play, Miro's play. It's so cool that they, they let him do it. I'm just not a Halo yeah. fan. And I was like, God damn it, Cole. Wear something right. better. 
Yeah, yeah, I was kind of thinking back by that too. I figured that's what it was. I'm not, I guess we talked about in the beginning, I'm not a big video game fan, but I figured it was something related to that. And yeah, I wrote down Paige wearing the rainbow tassels. He did, he did on Wednesday too. They're still in Florida. So um, I'm glad to see that too. He, he's a man of the people, it seems like. So that, that was awesome. And the first thing I wrote down was JR thinking it was a new belt. Did you catch that? Yeah. <laughs> When the, the, new, up. the new belt was the women's yeah, belt. belt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, was, that was something I wrote down. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, good, I, good way to start it off for sure. I love the let's go Adam chant. Yeah, I wrote down too. Yeah. Let's go Adam. Adam sucks. Yeah. Let's go Adam. Yeah. Adam sucks. Wait, what? Who? Wait, what? Right. Who the hell are you it's rooting for? Clever. Yeah. Yeah. It's very close. There's a couple. There's a couple more of those, but I wrote down those two that you mentioned too. I think they had one more, but yeah, that, that was uh, that was a good job by the audience for sure. We've seen it a couple times where Adam Cole hit somebody doing a moonsault and yep. with the super kick. I I almost think, and people can prove me wrong, that's got to be one of the deadliest moves out there to take. I know, as Jr. used to say, they know how to fall. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you're. Even if it's not close, even if it's not close, you're taking a somewhat kick to the fucking face, (laughs) flipping over. How do you land that? How? I I don't get it. It's it's a crazy spot, but yeah, if you're you're coming backwards blind, and hopefully that guy sees your face where it's at, right? (laughs) Right. Get you right right in the the chin. So yeah, it's uh, definitely a dangerous move, but it, it pays off when it's done right for sure. Uh, everybody comes out as we predicted. Red Dragon out, the Bucks out, yep. Yep. the Dark Order still trying to hold hope that uh, the Hangman's his friend, and we, we, we get some. I think we're gonna get some more breaking off of the whole Dark Order here in the near future. Is yep. we suspected that Page is gonna go elsewhere. Yep. And this is where we'll bring in the whole Omega thing now. Yeah. When I say within. A month he makes his return because these are these buildups for Omega. We're gonna have that full fledged Adam Cole going with the Red Dragon, Hangman going with the Bucks. I don't care what Jenks thinks. I, I think it's gonna happen. Yeah, and I think it is Omega that's going to bring them all back together. It, it might be through a battle with Cole or a battle with Hangman again. But I think essentially, not all out, but I think by whatever the next one is, Fighter Fest or something like that, you're going to see the super mega, super elite era, (laughs) undisputed, whatever the hell we're still calling them. Because I still don't know their full real name in AEW yet. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't know what it is. They've hinted around to everything. But I think you're going to have this mega faction, and I think they're going to be so... By the end of the year, they are going to be hating and destroying everybody in AEW. I think there's going to be yeah. like a, I don't want to say NWO takeover, because that's not what they're, essentially, yes, that's what they're doing, but these guys are going to run AEW for a little bit, and I mean think, run AEW. Yeah, so you think Paige return heel during this time as well? That's kind of what you're thinking, and then also... I, I could see him all holding the belt, right? Like everybody having one of the belts. I think that'd be crazy to do. I don't think a fraction's had that yet that everybody's had, you know, multiple right. belts. So, um, yeah, it makes sense. Like a mega group would do that. 
Yeah. And just stand in your big guys then. Wh- whoever. I mean, a lot of your big guys are going to be in this. But, I mean, maybe that's where they take something off of Sammy and uh, maybe off of a Wardlow yeah. or, you know, whoever the tag champs are. They all are there at the end of that pay-per-view. And yeah. then you get JR maybe saying, ah, these guys are the worst people in the world. And that you need somebody to hate in wrestling. Yep. AEW doesn't have anybody to hate yet. I, I, I need them to get where they're calling my mom something or, you know, God rest her soul, <laughs> where, where they're yeah. calling my wife a slut or, you know, they're, they're just outright decimating my feelings of wrestling. Yeah, that's what AEW. If there's lacking something, I need them to just completely shit on me as a fan. So I hate right. them. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think that you're right. I think there's going to be young bucks turning on Cole. Right. Like I think I think it's just again long term, long term, long term <laughs> telling storytelling. There we go. Boom. Um, <laughs> there, I got it out. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, I, I'm with you on that. But yeah, it just it just keeps that story going. Is I'm glad it didn't conclude there, and that's uh, there'll be a big payoff eventually. Hopefully, Omega is better with his injuries and what he had vertigo too. So yeah, like uh, coming back uh, when he needs to, not rushing it, and he's ready to go when he does. So, uh, but like we talked about there in the beginning, there's like three or four hints throughout the whole show about Omega. So there bringing his name back into mention after being off television and not mentioned for a while too. So I think that that comeback's coming. And are you, are you excited? I mean, I gave you my thoughts. Are you excited to see him come back? Because when he, when he left, everybody was like, okay, good. We can take a break of Omega, but it's nice. The (laughs) get ready. Sappy time. The, (laughs) what is it? Um, being away, the heart grows fonder. fonder, Yeah. 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 You miss him when he's gone because He's part of this, you know, he's part of this whole AEW experience, essentially, that I know we're going to say two years, three years or whatever. We grew up with him and for him just to go away for six, seven months, you miss yeah. him. You lo- These are great returns then. Yeah. After a great run too, right? Uh, at top for a long time, carrying multiple belts, multiple promotions, main eventing, multiple pay-per-views. Like, yeah, it was, it was nice to get a little break. I think, um, something that Masked Man shows a podcast that I listen to a lot and like, like an off season for some wrestlers to take a couple of months off. Cause when they come back, they're ready to go. They're in better shape than ever. And you know, have that re rejuvenated a little bit, right? Like it's, it's needed every once in a while, especially with injuries to get better. But yeah, I'm ready for him to come back and get in the middle of this, this feud here. And maybe he's like you said, the one glows them together. He, turns and face, uh, pairs up a coal and goes against page again. Like we don't know what's going to happen. That's why I love about this whole storytelling with AEW. Yeah. We're going to transition over to dynamite and rampage, but I want you to put a bow pretty much on your uh, revolution experience and what you thought. Let's grade it by a six pack. Like we do here on can crushers. Uh, mine's a six Cody. I'm yeah. giving it six beers. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Um, I, I think I say this every time after a dead pay-per-view, like how can it get better? But uh, each each pay-per-view, they, they top it or at the same level. So I'm, I'm with you. The last one was six, so this one's definitely a six for me too. And just um, I'm always looking forward to, you know, three more months away and we have another two or two and a half more months and we have another one and I can't, can't wait for that. So I'm always looking forward to it. 
All right, Cody will join us again here in, in a moment, but let me tell you, because I forgot to mention it, I think last week, too, uh, Collar and Elbow, hats, hoodies, tees, all the cool stuff that Al Snow has over at CollarAndElbowWrestling.com. Use the promo code CANCRUSHERS, all one word. You'll save 10%, and the new spring merch line is coming out. I did get the official email, so I'm excited to see what the hell the, the hooligans over at Collar and Elbow have. <laughs> coming out and hopefully my spring package is coming as well so all right here comes al snow to tell you about collar and elbow when we come back we'll deep dive into dynamite and rampage i'll get cody to make some predictions as well about the upcoming shows so yeah and you also leaked something that i wanted to talk about time off and it's going to lead to one other person i think so are you ready for that i'm ready yeah good tease wrestling a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Hey everybody, this is Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express, nine time NWA World Tag Team Champions, 2017 WWE Hall of Famer. You are listening to Can Crusher Wrestling Podcast. And welcome back, because Cody can't even say that, to Can Crusher's Wrestling Podcast. It, during our break, I said, Cody, do you want to bring it back? He's like, I'm not as good as Jenks. Have you heard That's some right. of Jenks's yeah, comebacks? Hey, Jinx, Jinx is pretty good, though. Like, he, he does our entrance on 40 or Death, so uh, he, he's got a kind of a pro on that with the voice. Uh, I don't have my cockles uh, warmed up, so I, I can't do it that justice for you. Oh, all right. Your cockles are not warm <laughs> enough yet. That's what your issue is. <laughs> That's it, right. Uh, let's go with that. So, Cody, we didn't allow you to call the hotline last week <laughs> because <laughs> why, Cody? Because I leave three or four messages for you. And how many of them? Like, uh, it's like three or four at that time, man. It wasn't that many. But here, here's the thing. Like, but then you also, you also, I'll let you have your shot, please. No, no, no. That's why I figured I'd come on because my messages were taking up a half an hour of the show. So why not just invite me on? <laughs> but then you also tell me you'll call back and say, "Hey, erase the second one. I want to do that over again." Right. <laughs> Cody, I don't know. They're not in order. I have to listen to them and figure out which one the second one is. Ah, uh, so you're yeah, not allowed calling I, anymore. You just, I just, yeah, I just, I just texted Jenks last week or last time. Yeah, I know I wasn't welcomed that way. So yeah, no, the numbers changed for you. Thanks. You're welcome. Hey, the one that, that sounded like I was in the cellar. I was driving. I remembered I messed up, so I had to call back. But yeah, that that's all right. Was your phone outside the, your car window? And you were... Yeah, that's right. 
It was pretty bad. I, I agree. So I, I will never use my car phone again because I didn't know how bad that sounded. So yeah, thanks. Yeah. At least I learned from that. Yeah, on our show, do it on your own damn show, which is what the forty year dash. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I've plugged it a couple times this, today too. So yeah, uh, shameless plugs. So I was all set, not really, but hoping that this week I would be on the Jericho cruise, and it, it didn't happen again. But that got bumped until next year in February. So I got a whole yep. other 11 months of work on my wife to go on our first cruise and yep. possibly a wrestling rock and roll cruise to boot. Um, yep. I know she's going to be sending a text in about 30 seconds saying, no, that's not going to be our first cruise. <laughs> so hopefully it is. But Jericho comes out, and I thought we were going to see less of Jericho real quick after the pay-per-view because of... One, I I didn't know the cruise was canceled. And two, I also know that he's got uh, events going on. His band is doing stuff in the world as well. Yeah, yeah. We're not getting that. I, I think everything on Jericho's experience, essentially, has been put to the side burner because he's done with the inner circle. Done. Yeah, he's, he's moved on with that for sure. And it, I, I thought the same thing. Um I thought uh, he was for a second is going to retire, like you said, take time off because you know his, I think his tour schedule is crazy coming up. So um, yeah, I'm with you on that. But yeah, he went the complete opposite way. Yeah, and I'm not fans of 2.0. I I don't know if I'm going to be in on this no this new Jericho Experience Society. Hopefully, they just uh, drop it down to the society because the Jericho Appreciation Society. Sounds like something that you make on a video game because you just have to get names in to fill a spot so when people come out, you know, it sounds very yeah. generic. Just call right. it the society, please. Yeah, I, and I saw something on Reddit that was pretty good. Um, the Inner Circle 2.0, like that would be a good name for it too. It, it would have been. On there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I wrote on my notes, don't care for 2.0. I'm with you. I just don't, I don't understand the logic of them joining. Do you? No. Like, I, I don't. I don't know. It's so random. Like Jericho was, you know, feuding against him, but now they're on his team. So hopefully it gets explained on Wednesday, you know, the next segment. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't, I don't get it. And kind of not all about it right now, at least for me. The thing that hampers me and I'm more pissed about all of it is it keeps Santana and Ortiz away from the goddamn titles again, because now they're going to feud with these idiots. And they're right, not yeah. going to get to the title run again. Why are they holding Santana and Ortiz away from the titles, Cody? Yeah, it's probably just that Young Bucks and Red Dragon story playing out, right? That's that, that'd be my only assumption because they're ready, they're ready to go, and then you know they can talk, they can obviously wrestle, and like I, the crowd wants it. <laughs> I, I just know. like Orlo. The I crowd know. wants behind it. I think that's it. They. Given that the long term still tell it uh, storytelling, I can't say those damn words, man. Um, <laughs> See, but yeah, that's try that's, drinking uh, and doing this sometimes. <laughs> it's even better. That's right. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm with you. I, I wrote down Jericho Appreciation Society. I just dropped that, just like you said, society or something else. But yeah, I wasn't uh, too keen on this segment for sure. So do you think Santana and Ortiz uh, officially joins Kingston now and gives him some? Yeah. 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 Right. Like they're trying to make men's meet after the pay per view, right? And or maybe it was Wednesday before. I can't remember. They shook hands, but um, yeah. And Jericho just crossed him again. Like you said, Judas kind of plays into it. I think you wrote about that. So um, yeah, 
maybe uh, I know I saw rumors of like a trio championship. What do you think about that? Like that. They're going to bring that over from ROH. That's going to be one of the one of the things they bring over. I always put it back to the old NWA when it was Dusty Rhodes and the Road Warriors or the Russians had it or something. So it's yeah. like a six man championship. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm in for that because yeah, it keeps some of these. Again, we're going to stay with factions essentially. I guess this week it keeps some of these factions <laughs> relevant and yeah. give some of the ones that aren't doing anything at least something to hope to get in their quest <laughs> to stay relevant. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. It's maybe that could play into, you know, the Young Bucks and Red Dragon too. Like trio yeah. fight over for the trios there too with Cole and Paige being the, the center point for those two. That could be another issue. But yeah, I think I think another title was needed for all the fractions like you mentioned. But yeah. Maybe that's where we're going with that one. Dante Martin gets a championship match uh, against Hangman Page. And, all right, I understand we're going by the whole ranking systems, and sometimes the rankings <laughs> yep. don't make don't make sense. Look at college football. Look at college basketball. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's bracket. Uh, it's Selection yeah. Sunday. Right. Uh, are you doing a bracket, by the way? Um, I probably will. I usually do it every year, but I haven't watched a single college game this year, so I, um, that's probably better for me because uh, when I pay attention and try to do it that way, it, I don't work. It doesn't work out too well. So uh, maybe not knowing things that will help me. What about you? You're going to pick my colors this year, then, huh? Yeah, maybe that's what Muchi has. A Muchi has a good formula. I don't know what the hell he's doing, but he's usually in the top two or three of our group. So he he knows that knows what to do. Apparently, yeah, I'm going to do one. Um, I, again, I I've sporadically watched basketball games this year. I I think. These last two weeks of being around basketball so much, I, I've watched some more college as I'm yeah. broadcasting or something. I at least have the the little ticker up to see what's going on. So right. yeah, but Dante Martin getting a, he- a, a heavyweight championship match. Uh, come on, uh, it's very random. What president? Like yeah, uh, the, the first thing I, I wrote was what. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, random title match. What happened? Like <laughs> that's what I wrote too. Like I don't, I don't get. I understand the rankings, like you said, but. At least build it up a little bit more, in my opinion. But um, maybe it was just to get him because he's number one ranked to have him fight and then be down in the tag teams again because his brother came back, right? Maybe that that's the reason for it. That's essentially, I think, the reasons to because people do live and die by these rankings, so they want to knock him out of the rankings. But the story was also uh, Adam Cole coming out and saying, "Hey, yeah. you know, you, you might have beat me then, but let's have a match." And I thought, holy shit, we're going to get another rematch at St. Patrick's Slam or whatever. But he's like, nope, yeah. you go find people and I'll go find people. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, th- at least we're going to build back up. So I think we do get another Cole Hangman match down the line for the yep. title. Yep, I agree. And yeah, probably at the next pay-per-view, that's only a couple. They probably have a, another special you know, Wednesday that they do too, somewhere down the road. But yeah. I think it warrants maybe one more, right? And it keeps that story going, as we mentioned. So, and I like the him hinting that the young bucks are going to pair up with him instead of Paige. So, um, you know, leads into the later segment. But yeah, overall, good, good match. I, I am always impressed with Dante. He can fly around the ring like crazy in the end sequence. The moonsault into the buckshot was really nicely done too. So, um, I'm excited what he can do in the future as well. So let's skip to that next segment because you have Cole, the Bucks, and the Dragons all in the back, and Cole then essentially, you know, they're they're bickering a little bit, but Cole then takes Red Dragon, and the Bucks kind of look a little bit 
shorthanded again. So we're like, oh man, maybe maybe Paige is going to select then the Bucks and go rekindle whatever they have going. Yeah, right. But we find out he doesn't because again, he has taken Jurassic Park Express. (laughs) (laughs) Jurassic Park Express, (laughs) but yeah. And that led to Dark Order being pissed at him too, right? And right. They said that they're all about it, like who's Johnny Hungry was going to join with somebody. But yeah, it has that story going. He has you know multiple branches off of the same story, which is awesome. But yeah, I, I'm with you. Did, did you notice they dropped the name Jungle Express? Now it's just Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Like they they kind of got rid of that name. Yeah, what well, they did it in WWE as well, um, and. Uh, you brought it up during our break, guys. We're, we're not skipping over that Big E broke his broke his neck, and he's going to be on. Uh, I was going to talk about that in the WWE segment a little bit, but I'll give yeah. Cody his thoughts. Uh, so, well wishes to Big E getting much, better. Yeah. But One they did the same thing with New Day as well. They announced them as Kofi and Big E, or Kofi and Woods, or whatever. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. They, there's no more. They have the New Day stuff, but it's not. The new day, new day. It, you just—they're dropping tag names now. Yeah, that's really strange. I don't understand that. I—I <laughs> I don't either. They've, they've been a group for what? Twenty-five years. years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I don't—I don't get that either. But yeah, it's really strange. But um, again, there's just so many different ways they can go with this story of Paige and um, Cole. So I'm, I'm just loving it. I'm, I'm definitely into it. Then we get Mox and Danielson tagging up against the Work Horsemen, and Regal's in the corner. At first, we didn't know what Regal was going to do. We thought maybe he was going to be, I always thought, you know, right into a general manager or something, but Regal yeah. was on the mic, and he was on the mic for a long oh, time. <laughs> he was. <laughs> it was uh, and it's kind of morbid, too, like saying he doesn't have much time left and all that, too, and... um it just brought, and then he gusts over Daniel Bryan and or Brian Danielson. Damn it! Um, and then you know uh, he's Mark throwing you under like, the bus each time. I know. You, okay, I know, I know. <laughs> and it's not as much as him, but uh, it's hard to say. But uh, Mux, and then Moxley gets like one line about about him and Regal's. Um, but I think that's probably because, like you said, he definitely took a little bit more time than he was allotted. But that's okay. Him. He then comes out um, two days later and apologizes for that. He's like, he did. Yeah. He, he's like, I'm sorry that it, uh, my my promo took so long. I rambled yeah. a little bit, <laughs> a yeah, little bit. Ragging on, ragging on Tony suits. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. So I haven't found a tailor in 27 years. But um, yeah, I, I'm loving this dynamic. And who do you th- like? Obviously, he wanted to train young guys. Uh, Danielson. Who do you think they're going to try to recruit to join this fraction? I will always say Moriarty fits. Lee Moriarty yeah. fits this perfectly in that match that him and Danielson had, you know, a month or so ago now. Perfect. You you throw him in with Regal. But I again, I, I'm very fond of four. Uh, you know, and I think a woman a woman fits in this as well. How's, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, yeah. I don't know who yet. I don't know if it is Layla. I don't know if it's Layla or, or somebody else, but the, somebody else needs to step into this and be the whole regal experience, essentially. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Wonder what that name they're gonna pair up with, but yeah, 
I'm so excited. Regal is just uh, brilliant on the mic, and it just makes sense to pair him up with these two. And uh, man, you think they're going after the tag team championship, or just going to wreak havoc throughout the throughout the whole AEW? I think they're going to wreak havoc for a while. Do you do you really yeah. care if Mox and Danielson have the tag team titles? Honestly, no, right, right. They don't need them. Right, they just uh, they just go after a bunch of people and just beat them down, kick heads in. I do want to see Mox and Danielson against the House of Black, though. That's oh, the match I'm pandering for match. right now. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm I'm all for that too. We're not going to yeah. get that for a while though. We're going to get yeah. them running through the dark order, them running through the best friends, then them running through 2.0 and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah. 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 Uh, I'd never like uh, Jenks and I talked about this all the time. I was not a big um, Dean Ambrose fan at the end of his run. No, but, me man, neither. I, I love Moxley. Like he's, he's just, I don't know, just a different level. Um, even before he left and came back, like for his rehab, like he was just on a different level. And I, I the music just fits him perfectly. I think the other week he came in with his music playing and just beat everybody up because <laughs> yes. that was so cool. And just with wild thing playing in the background, like, um, and I'm all for Moxley right now and pairing him with my, probably my favorite wrestler of all time, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, uh, like I said, he kind of got me back into it the last time, and um, seeing his run, I just he's, he's probably my favorite wrestler um, out there right right now, for especially, but probably since I started watching. So yeah, uh, we have Pac against Wheeler Yuta. Nothing, nothing. I, if you want to say yeah. something, go ahead. I don't care. Uh, the only thing I the only thing I put down is Orange Cassidy doesn't need surgery, so that's that's the highlight of that match for me. <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> Uh, big news, FTR fires Tully right. Blanchard, and they essentially make reference to Bret Hart. Yeah. Are we getting Bret Hart now? Ooh. Because something's coming up, though. You have to remember what's coming up, what's starting. Yeah, the own cup, right? Yeah. Doesn't it when make does sense? Start? Yeah. Yeah. That, but, yeah, I didn't think about that, but yeah, that would make complete logic, and it was kind of out of nowhere, too, right? Um, but, yeah, it, it makes sense that that's the way they're going to go with it. The downfall is, with all of that, I think they just gave the winner of the way of the Owen Cup. Right. If, that, if that's the way it's going to go, you're right. Yeah. Hopefully not, but, yeah, that, that would make sense. And that's not that I hate FTR. It's They kind of ruin things for FTR real quick. When they're doing this, you knew they were going to get the titles that you knew this, you knew that with FTR, like they leak. I don't mean leak on the interwebs or anything like that (laughs) in their own storytelling. They leak some of FTR stuff. So you can't be, why not have them barely win the first round of the Owen cup, get fed up with Tully then and fire them. Or just have yeah. Brett come out and attack. Tully wants to have a match, I think, for the love of God. I think so, too. With right. anybody. <laughs> right. He wants to go. He just wants to get in there for sure. He took what? He took a Canadian destroyer or something? What did he take? Yeah. Uh, a couple Can- weeks ago. Destroyer. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he wants to get jump, jump back in there. He just needs to find a dance partner. <laughs> right. So, so have Brett attack him and say, this is the team I'm running with in the Owen Cup or something like that. I- yeah. There we go. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about putting two together. So yeah, that's why you're the mark. You, you know, you're looking forward. Yeah, I'm looking way too forward. Uh, <laughs> Swerve's talking. Him and Tony Nese are gonna have a match on on Rampage. We'll get to that. 
But this is a point where you want to talk about Wardlow's promo skills, right? Man, yeah. He, he was just I, – I guess I never heard him talk like, at all. <laughs> you know, the only only uh, experience I have with him is in AEW, so I, he doesn't ever got the mic, I don't think, more than – Not like, not like really? this. Not like yeah, this. Yeah, nothing like this. So – and the crowd loves him. He's backing up uh, Wardlow's world. I like that saying. Um, and unfortunately, I think that he's not going to win next week. <laughs> my my prediction. I think MJ. What? <laughs> you, you, do you agree, or is that too far, too uh, obvious? No, you don't think he's going to win. I don't. I think MJF's going to screw him over and lead to that a little bit. I don't know. But uh, I think, see, I'm not looking at it that way. I didn't. Yeah, no. you're right. I just don't think uh, MJ didn't respond. He didn't come out. Obviously, you know, he had that brutal match on Sunday, but he didn't have any response to that. So there has to be some further plan that he's not going to allow him to get out of his contract so easily, right? Especially if he wins a championship and that clause is in there that he has to give the championship to him. You only say you didn't want it. So I don't know. I think there's more story to be told on that. I was looking at it the other way as we spent some time on this that Wardlow wins it and he gloats in front of MJF saying okay. he has won a championship before him. And yes, he is. All and right. if he doesn't give the title over, he's going to fire him, but he fires him, and Tony Khan or somebody already comes out and hands him a contract saying you're, you're already the TNT champion. So you have to yeah. be part of AEW. Here's right. your contract. You're officially out from underneath this piece of garbage essentially <laughs> yeah. okay yeah yeah i could see that too that's a good way of putting it i didn't think of it that way i just yours I makes more just, sense though damn it yeah <laughs> i hope i hope not because the crowd wants some champion but maybe they just tease it a little bit more further and down the line and uh, he gets another shot at something or a huge match at mjf to send him along his way to oh that's go still gonna happen even, yeah yeah to go after a bigger bigger fish too potentially down the line but yeah i mean i'm i'm all about warlow it's they built him up perfectly man it's it's crazy to see when it's done correctly right yeah and warlow speaking the truth that you know raised by his mother and everything uh, i do want to give out a shout out to mama warlow in a quick story uh, back when he was IWC, Ethan was younger, and the English professor's son, Wardlow, kind of made a move at both of the kids and uh, scared the shit out of both of them. <laughs> and he would always do that. And yeah. on Wardlow's goodbye at IWC, you know, his mom was right beside beside him and everything. Yeah. And John actually told that story to Wardlow's mom, and yeah. she figuratively or or whatever grabbed him by his ear and said you're going on to bigger places you apologize to these boys right now <laughs> and you know wardlow was like guys thanks for always coming out you know this that and the yeah. boys they knew by the time you know that he it was his gimmick you know gimmick right yeah, yeah. But uh, his mom made him apologize to the boys <laughs> for being mean to them. So oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah, that's a great story. But yeah, that's it's so good to see somebody you know that's down rooted like that. Uh, hopefully, have his big moment here coming up. So I'm all excited. I'm on the world world train here. Yeah. Um, QT and Keith Lee kind of have a little back and forth as well. Yep. You made reference to that a little bit. Do you, do you think Keith Lee is going to be after? the the nightmare club but he's also engulfed in 
Team Taz. Like, all right. I don't think he has a direction yet in AEW. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened WWE too, right? Like he's he's just there. Um, so hopefully they get it situated out. But yeah, I think I don't know. He could go either way. Um, I kind of want to see him go against Team Taz personally. Yeah, I do too. That's just me. Um, a little bit. And, you know, kind of on Rampage, we'll get to it, but like he, he has a stare down with somebody. So, um, hopefully that, hopefully that starts that, that feud. But yeah, um, he's just, he's just there, unfortunately. He is. Jurassic Express against Acclaimed. I, I just, I can't, I hate the Acclaimed outright. You don't like them? No. no. I, there's, I, something about them just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, I've said it last week. I think when they're on the mic, they're out for themselves. I, I just, I don't, and they're doing their job because I hate them. So I, right. I understand that. <laughs> I just don't like them. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting warm, a little warmer on him, them recently. So um, I think they're pretty impressive in the ring um, compared to some oh, of the tag teams around. Yeah, I agree with so, that. Yeah, but yeah, it's. Not so, not something I look forward to every week, but I, I do enjoy when they're on the screen. I guess would be the right way of saying it. So something I look forward to every week is Jungle Boy. That's for sure. Um, dude is uh, very impressive. We mentioned during Revolution Breakdown, but um, uh, another good match out of those two. And uh, excited to keep that run. But uh, I think they're going to lose it here soon. I don't know about you. I yes, I full fledged. They're losing it soon. Yep. Uh, Layla gets her shot against Thunder Rosa. The winner will face Britt this coming Wednesday. Uh, Rosa essentially wins easier than I thought. I, I really, I thought yeah. they were going to give Layla a little bit of a push to, you know, she just beat Statlander. She's been this dastardly yeah. person. Rosa just ran with this. Yeah, maybe she gets bumped down to the TBS title. Maybe, like you said, maybe that's another for Jade to go after. Maybe that's the reason. But yeah, she looked strong. I wrote down sloppy match some at uh, some parts. Um, but yeah. like some dangerous bumps in there too. Not really getting everybody over. But yeah, um, it just set up like we talked about. We I didn't know it was going to be in San Antonio next week for Thunder. So um, I'm excited for that cage match. When was the last time they did a cage match? Do you remember? Uh, no. Long uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so th- that's going to be awesome to see. I, I'm definitely looking forward to that next week. Yeah, and predictions, we, we both, and I'm throwing Jenks in this, so all three of us, this is <laughs> this is Rosa's place to win it, right? But yep. I, I have Rosa winning. I really do. Same here, yep. But could you not see Britt getting the win and just decimating her hometown, hometown fans. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess the track record with um, AEW, they, they usually have their, you know, their hometown people go over, right? Yeah. Unlike WWE. Like, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. WWE, you're going to lose. Um, but yeah, that maybe that, but I'm with you. That'd just make her even a bigger heel. But man, it has to be a spot. Like there has to be a change here soon with Burt Baker. Yeah, yeah. We said for a couple of weeks now, Britt doesn't need the title anymore. She yeah. can have all these other feuds that are kind of engulfed. Hater's going to be there. Mercedes, right. I think, is still waiting. Yeah, uh, yeah the climb sometime for Britt. And, and maybe we get a face Britt after she... I think she's going to take a little bit of time off. Right? Maybe yeah. like a month or two that you don't see Britt. Yeah. 
So just, yeah, like like we said, just take a little break, get healthy, and relax a little bit, and come back as a, like a different character. Or gets she gets jealous of somebody making waves and comes back that way. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I think it's a well deserved run and a well deserved little bit of time off too. And that's where uh, I teased it during the break. Do you think there should be built-in time off for wrestling? AEW has a plethora of people that can run uh, the women's division, the men's division. So Omega did it, essentially taking some time off, heal the wounds and everything. I think Britt's going to do it. Sammy possibly could do it uh, as we talk yeah. about the next match as well. I think they should have built-in time off on their contract because you see it in their matches sometimes that – all right, there's a lingering injury with this, that, or the other on their part of their body. Yep. They they need it. it. It's they do. You can't fight yeah. for 365 days a year. You cannot. All right. I know the travel, especially AEW travel schedule and match schedule is way less, right, compared to a WWE guy that doing house shows. But I know that went down a little bit, right? Um, right. Since the pandemic, but still, it's it's a lot in your body. But yeah, I'm with you. Needs a. Uh, you know, take time off. They can rotate in to keep stories fresh and gives a reason for them to come back, set them off a certain way, and they come back with a, a feud coming or jump right back into the title pitch because people miss them um, right. and not get to use seeing them week after week after week after week. <laughs> so uh, I, I think that's it. There's points in the, the schedule that, like, after WrestleMania, right, it dies down. Like, they're, they could have some people take some time off there before going back up before SummerSlam. So, yeah, I, I think that would be... Welcome thing. I think the talent would like like that a little bit. We'd time off probably thing. love it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just saw a month off with from Sheeta as well, and she's picking up, you know, yeah. her her feud with Deeb again right off the bat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, then we get the main event as we brought up Scorpio Sky taking on Sammy Guevara. Uh, Sammy's hurt from essentially doing everything that he did on <laughs> Sunday, and God yeah. God bless him for even being out there. Yeah. He loses the title, and yep. I'm I'm salty about this because this TNT title has now become the 24/7 championship a little bit. About <laughs> it's bouncing way too many times, all over the place. Yeah. yeah, do you think? I think the Cody exit had something to do with that. Yes, um, you know, playing that up, but maybe they're going somewhere else. I think where they're going was the. Um, instead of Ty Conte, I think it was going to be Brandy versus Paige, right, and Cody versus um, uh, who would have been Scorpio Sky, right? Like I, I think, think that's yeah. probably where, where they were going with that. But yeah, I, and it, he didn't even take any time off doing crazy stuff in the match either, right? He did no. six thirty, <laughs> like he he just went nuts. He's um, he he is definitely a crazy man, and uh, some somebody I look forward to each week too. But yeah, I think. Thinks of time off and it sets up those other few too. Um, so it worked out perfectly. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, Sammy and Ty have been very social media active this week, and this is they where have. we're going to bring Anna Jay in <laughs> as well. Uh, I, I don't know how it started, but essentially they love, and I, clearly they can. They're both beautiful human beings, but they love yeah. laying next to each other naked, and they're posing provocative <laughs> pictures. And right. do you see a scandal coming out here soon between these two? Because they're young, they they might be posting so? some stuff that they shouldn't. Uh, okay, I didn't think about that, but maybe <laughs> that'd be a way to do it. Um, 
Yeah, there, there's definitely ch- uh, chatter on there. I don't, I don't get on social media, but I saw it on Reddit, um, where I usually get my news. But yeah, something's going on, right? Yeah, something the hell is going on. And then the <laughs> the acclaimed was talking when they came out as well. That essentially, I didn't post it word for word on Facebook because everybody can get it, and there's no market explicit or anything. But we can say whatever yeah. we want to on here. They said Jungle Boy hasn't seen boobs ever in his life and literally 30 seconds after uh caster said that anna jay gets on twitter and is like oh he hasn't or something in that form i'm like oh my god oh, so really? she, yeah okay. <laughs> she just blatantly because you know they're dating blatantly yeah. is like hey uh, no we have done the nasty and everything as well too <laughs> so i'm like oh, there's just some points that you have to wonder do you does that need to be on Twitter. Are you going to say right. anything? And I know this is this is a no, but when you and your wife, you're not going to tell me and Jenks, hey, we <laughs> tell number right. two is on its way. Oversharing, right? Like that's yeah. uh, that's why I'm not a big social media person. People just overshare for no reason at all. So yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Some things don't need to be said. Right. But we'll bring it up and talk about it. Yep. <laughs> that's right. Uh, switching to Rampage is I try to get my notes up. Apparently, Rampage yeah, is... Yeah, just going back to the main event, like, a, oh, yeah, Scorpio, go ahead. Scorpio Sky is the first um, African-American champion, right? Single champion um, for AEW, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then he's also one of three people that had multiple championships. So who do you think is going to be the one that wins the Grand Slam first or, um, you know, all the titles? <sighs> the Triple Crown, I guess, because they only have three titles. So I think Omega has... Two Scorpio Skyas, two, and the third was um, Pedro, I believe. So I think it's just down to those three that could be the first. Definitely first not. Page has not had the TNT title. Oh, he's had no. Oh. That's the oh, yes. the tag team. He, that's the one he needs. Yeah. Oh wow. I. I think those I'd have to. Really I'd have to say it's going to be. If you're going to hold a gun to my head right now, I would have to say it's going to be. Omega. Yeah. I would have I would to say, that. because no disrespect to Scorpio Sky, he's not around that the heavyweight championship division yet. Nowhere, yeah. in my book, nowhere close. There's so many ahead of him. Yeah. 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 I could see that. I could, like, going back to what you were talking about, fantasy booking, like, the Mega group come together. Paige has the world title. Mega has the TNT title, right? And one of those two have the tag team title, like, could see it that that way happen, but yeah, I thought it was pretty cool to tie that back all together and see who that first person's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good call. I didn't even think of that. Look at you bringing yeah. bringing those Easter eggs to <laughs> the show. <laughs> uh, Rampage. We talked a little bit off off air about Rampage. This was really a filler show for me. No, like nothing. We we can skip and do whatever you want. What are your hot topics on Rampage? Let's put it that way that you want to talk about because yeah, I, like, I got nothing. I like, um, I like Hater. I, I'm a big fan of her. I, I think you talked about like whenever she turns over, um, you know, against Brit, that's going to be a big spot, just like Wardlow. Um, and you know, those little storytelling that they do, they don't dress the same. She doesn't do the DMD. Like it, it's going to pay off eventually. That when people notice that, and then. Um, Maybe she. I'd love to see her with uh, Danielson and Moxley Ooh, and yeah. like, that'd, be a, that'd be a good foursome. Have her be part of that because she is definitely brutal. Um, it could be, 
And she's English too, right? If I'm not mistaken. Um, well, you're English too. I speak British, English. I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just crack a beer? No, it was a dog. The dogs are now okay. in the studio. Yeah. All right. I thought you just cracked a beer on that one. But yeah, um, the other thing from Rampage was just, oh man, uh, I, I really like Tony Nese. Uh, I think he's a good wrestler, but if you can just find out a gimmick. And I wasn't too impressed with Swerve too much. I think his finisher is a little wonky to roll into it like that. It has too much of a setup, but that's just me. I don't know about you. Yeah. To have Tony Nese and Swerve as your main event, I understand it's his first match in AEW or, yeah. or, or whatever. How about flip-flopping these? How about flip-flopping Tony Nese and Swerve with Darby and Quinn? Because then yeah. you at least have the story of what's going on to end the show. Right. Like the, way, the show ended with Swerve just smiling into the camera. <laughs> cool. Great. Yeah. Why do I come back to watch Rampage next week? To see right. Swerve? All right. And I, we forgot to mention, like, Hardy leaving the Hall of Fame or whatever the hell it was called. Uh, <laughs> the Hall of, I'm Hardy. out of the Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, he, he whatever didn't, it's called. They voted him out. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then Jeff Hardy coming down. The, the big That's the other takeaway, too. Like, did you notice Hardy got his dancing? Jeff Hardy on his way down to the ring, too. Yeah. To save his brother. <laughs> like, uh, Jenks wanted to make sure I mentioned that. But, yeah. And yeah, you could switch those two main events and it would have been a little bit better of a show, right? At least, at least for me, but I don't know. It was just, uh, it was there. Like you said, there was not, um, something to draw you into and have to watch type of thing. Yeah. That, that, that's it. Because Keith Lee right. against QT was an absolute horrible match. Absolutely yeah. horrible match. I didn't, yeah. boy, but yeah. I did like, I like Mercedes it. and Hater. I did. Yeah, that was a good match. Uh, kind of same styles going against each other. And then the only thing about the Keith Lee match was maybe set up Powerhouse Hobbs versus him eventually. Um, I think that's a match I like to see at, um, at least once <laughs> to keep that story going and maybe in chasing. Has to go through Powerhouse to get to Starks, maybe. Yeah. Um, th- that could be a, a way around it. But yeah, maybe set it up that way. But not good. I don't know. I, I'm just, uh, it was just there, I guess, for me. <laughs> But you're excited for this Wednesday, right? I am. Yeah, the cage match. Uh, is that the only one that's been announced so far? There's been there's been two. Um, I could pull oh, it up Orlo. on the computer, yeah, but I have Orlo. the computer and phone all knock, locked up right now. So <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, I think there's been a couple for him. But yeah, I like I said at the beginning, I just uh, I, I look forward to it every night and every Wednesday, I should say. And yeah, I'm, I think we're going to get some payoffs. So hopefully, the Thunder Rosa match uh, on Wednesday. I, I think so too. I, I really do. And I think it's okay. It, it's okay. Uh, maybe Sunday was the foreshadowing because I pr- I picked Rosa to win, but I was still a little salty that I yeah. didn't want Britt to lose it. But now she's held it. And I think this is the right thing to do. But the downfall is I know that wrestling is coming back to pit. AEW is coming back to Pittsburgh. They are. And yep. Britt's not going to have the title in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's uh, they'll yeah. still be behind her. It's Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh yeah, and and like uh, that podcast was to the money's in the chase, right? Like it's, right, it's it's going after that title again. That's where you get you build up and you get over and you know get to that moment. So yeah, maybe just re redo it for her and go after it. But yeah, I'm with you. Are you going to go to that show in Pittsburgh, Peterson? No, it's on a Wednesday. No? Uh, yeah, I can. Is it, uh, you can't pull pull that. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I could and call off, but we, uh, we've officially booked our trip to go to Deep South Wrestling in Atlanta, Georgia in May. Nice. Yeah. So, um, Vet Adams and my wife have become best friends. They're planning <laughs> everything out that we're going to be doing. And we'll, we'll have a recap of that when we come oh, back. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. But yeah, that's. I'm just, uh, you know, I, I'm all about AEW <laughs> over the other one, but um, I know you're going to hit on that here soon. But, yeah, I appreciate you letting me come on and share my views and not take up, you know, 50 voicemails. At least I, I get to get on <laughs> this time. There you go. Cody, I loved having you on. You, I want you back on full-fledged when we do another prediction show to ramble. We can do a three-way call and uh, get Jenks a little bit riled up. <laughs> Again, guys. Yeah, he's- He's probably on his honeymoon right now. So. <laughs> Thank hopefully, you. You knew, where, you knew where I was going. Yeah, so hopefully he's having a good time right now on his honeymoon, and he'll get come back refreshed for your your podcast next week. Yeah, you can send Michael Jenks, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Michael Jenks at 123 Main Street, Parts Unknown, 15111. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm going after this. That's why I was sticking on WWE. I need to go get him a wedding gift because they had just eloped on us, so. I have to run up, run up to the mall real quick. Dollar General. I have to go to Dollar <laughs> Right around the corner. <laughs> All right, Cody. I've had a blast. Uh, guys, I'm coming up next in segment three, I'm going to touch on some of the WWE things. Not a lot going on. And uh, it'll wrap this, this show up. Cody, <laughs> thank you once again. Yes, thank you, and thank you, Ken Crush Nation. It's Miss Reality, Maddie Renkowski, and you are listening to the Can Crushers Wrestling Podcast. I mean, it's not as real as me, but you could listen to my episode. What great insight by Cody Hetrick Herrick as he comes on, talks a little AEW, gives a, a thought about a fan that doesn't really watch WWE like Jenks and I do, at least uh, quickly or at least taking things in just all full-fledged into AEW. So, again, thanks, Cody. And if you can buy me a little something, I will send you to PayPal and just slide it in that box that you're going to send Jenks for his uh, wedding gift. That, that would be that would be great. It really would be. Guys, WWE news, uh, we have to start, as we made reference to it on Friday night, Big E just taking a horrific belly to belly shot uh, to the head and has to be stretched out of SmackDown. Didn't know for the longest time what was going on, but then he breaks the news to us essentially on Twitter and all the social medias that he does have a broken neck, but it's not. I don't know if you can say a bad broken neck is a good broken neck, but no surgeries needed, and there there's no displacement. It's just complete cracks and stuff. So he's going to be on the shelf for a while to heal up, and, and essentially it takes him out of WrestleMania, and I would imagine it's going to take Kingston out as well. Uh, Wood's not back yet, but then on a whole spin, that takes care of, Corbin and Moss and now Butch. Yeah, Butch is going to be all out. They were going to have a six-man match at Mania. Uh, That's what's been released as of yet. So uh, um, just keep Big E in your thoughts and your prayers, your well wishes, however you want to send him positive vibes. 
is, is what it's all about. Uh, it's a huge part of WWE and not being there. Uh, New Day in general. So, yeah, just keep them in your thoughts and prayers as well. Uh, you heard me talk to Cody that I've been putting a lot of time in this week. Uh, well, after Thursday, playing WWE 2K. Uh, it's a great game. I, I enjoy it. I have downloaded some people. Make sure you, uh, if, if you're into video games and, and you like that, there are still some glitches. I, I will give you some forewarning. I, it's a video game, guys. There's going to be glitches across, but it's not as bad. There, there's nowhere near as bad uh, of things going on that happened in 2K19. Again, we do have the Can't Crusher Wrestling Federation getting started on YouTube. Uh, you can go watch the Men's Royal Rumble to see who wins that and how they are qualified for the Heavyweight Championship match. Uh, more to come on that. And then we also posted the women's as well. Uh, all computer generated, me in the background going nuts just seeing who wins and marking out over a video game wrestling federation now, which is awesome. Notes that happened across WWE in general. Uh, we have new tag team champions on Raw. Again, RK-Bro wins them back. Um, shocked about this because Jenks and I thought that we were going to get the RK-Bro breakdown for WrestleMania. I know it's still weeks apart and they can build it up that it can happen. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen now. I, 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 My thoughts are going elsewhere. Where? I don't know. I just, I think that they want Randy with the title for a while. I, I don't know why. Maybe because he's going to be transitioned into something bigger and they want to kind of make you forget that he's always in the main event uh, type of role there in WrestleMania. Uh, Owens call, calls out Austin and essentially Austin answers. So that whole shtick's going to happen at WrestleMania leaving where's Rollins going to be. We thought it was going to be Owens and Rollins, uh, and then you get Taker and Austin come out, beat them both up. I, I think that's going to transition a little bit. Uh, we get a new NXT champion, Dolph Ziggler, beating Braun Breaker. I know we don't cover a lot of NXT 2.0 anymore, if at all, but holy shamoles, Dolph Ziggler takes that title away from Braun Breaker. That's just a... A forewarning that Braun Breaker is definitely on his way to one spot on the main roster. Have it be Raw or SmackDown. Um, I don't know. I think you keep him away from SmackDown a little bit. Because him and Roman might be a match people are clamoring for. Two big guys going at it. I don't think as much you're investing into Braun Breaker that you want him to be in the lines of the bloodline. But Brock's on Raw. Brock's on Raw. So where where does Braun fit into this whole mix right now? These are all questions hopefully we can answer in the next couple of weeks. Um, Damien Priest comes out and attacks Finn Balor. Again, I thought Priest was going to be pushed up a little bit more, continuing with the Balor story. So that's going to be a WrestleMania match as well. And I really like the Miz, the the Miz uh, Miz TV this time. He calls, well, he says a lot of good things about Cleveland, but then he says only good things happen when you leave Cleveland. He pretty much shit on Cleveland. That was awesome. I I didn't I didn't mind that. And then I have to bitch 
about one more thing. Mella and Vega, have they won a match since they've won the tag team championships? I don't know. Uh, I, I've, Vega's great in the ring. I, I don't know if I've just not clung on to her character yet or really found what she does. I, I loved her when she was with you know, uh, when she was managing and everything as a wrestler, I don't know. Mel is so much better. I, I, I know I'll probably get a lot of heat on that. Maybe it's just because I, I really love uh, her and Corey Graves' podcast. I love the Carmella and Corey show. I love Carmella. I don't know. I just think that, like, she's always just that roller wherever she needs to go type of thing and run with it. She was the first, you know, um, Money in the Bank winner. She's been a champion, but she doesn't get treated like Sasha or Bailey or, or Charlotte ever loses the title. You know, she's she's got titles as well, but she's always just put on the back burner. I wonder if it's WWE because she's got other things going on outside with the podcast and the reality show, her wine brand, Kapokanya, things like that. I, I wonder if they just don't give her the love. Other than that, uh, essentially, Ronda gets beat the shit out of by Flair. Uh, Sasha and Naomi, uh, are they really going to be the tag team champions? Is this the way that we're going to get Bailey back into the picture after Mania? Uh, yeah, uh, as we said last week, Jenks and I, WWE was really a filler show this week. You know, push some story along, storylines up a little bit more. But uh, other than that, uh, WWE didn't really bring it just like their video game. And maybe that was because they wanted people to invest more time in the video game because it hits different. Yeah. All right, guys, that's all I got for this week. Uh, make sure you subscribe. <coughs> uh, it, it An hour and 56 minutes and I finally cough. Uh, make sure you find us on all social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook are all at can Crusher 69 you can look for us on farmers and tinder and all that we might be there somebody might have put us up by now email is can crusher 69 at gmail.com send us some messages we'll reach out to you we'll answer them on air whatever you want to do is fine and dandy with that we love that uh if you want to be an interviewer an interviewee one or the other if you want to come on and interview us that would be awesome too yeah let's do that let's spin it around and have can crushers be the spotlight interview interviewed by somebody from uh can crusher nation that that just came to thought or make sure you check us out on all the podcast platforms itunes spotify stitcher google iHeartRadio, all of those cool places you can listen to us there again Make sure you send a lot of congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Michael Jenks as uh, they're now getting set to finish up their honeymoon wherever they went. So congratulations again, Jenks. You brought it upon yourself. If you didn't hear it, listen on the 40-year dash. He uh, talks about wedding stuff. Remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. <laughs>